Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. I have Jared here with me, New Japan Jared, although we won't be discussing that too much because there's a lot going on. A little bit. Kojima's coming over for the pay-per-view. Fun. I enjoy it. Mox gave a vicious want to fight promo there on that. As soon as the bell rings, he's going to squish his head and poke a hole in his neck so he has to eat with a straw. Mox brings it on the promos. Oh, yeah. just, just his promos are more violent than his matches. It's crazy. And he wrestles death matches sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Okay. He talks about popping people's heads like grapes. Yes, yes. Now, we did have a little impact show there where Christian wound up uh, bringing out his next challenger, which would be Ace Austin, which I'm excited about the match because I think he's a fantastic wrestler. I think Jared does too. We... we Uh laud his abilities on here quite often when we talk about impact and they had a little promo back and forth which was fine as austin has started calling himself inevitable and that's that's cool and then um dreamer came out and said he wanted a title shot at some point which not a whole lot of people are as beloved as tommy and have still continued to put on performances Yes. <laughs> I said that as nice as I could. I like Tommy Dreamer. I love listening to him talk wrestling. I know how much he loves it. Any backstage segment he's in, I'm all for. He's very entertaining talking. It's just sometimes you, you, you he's in a match and it's just not great. Well, another thing is, too, he's at a point where you wonder, should he take that bump? Yeah, like he's taking a lot of bumps over his career. His bump card's running out of notches. I don't, I don't like watching guys wrestle when I worry about their well-being. And that, that same, I can say the same thing about Goldberg, who's in way better. Like you look at him, it's not blatantly obvious, but when you see him do a flip over or something, and he kind of hits the back of his neck funny because that's not really part of what he can do. You know, it's like, oh, Bill, don't. You know, you like in really good shape for a guy your age. Don't hurt your neck. You know what I mean? And not get to do all the stuff you do let's move on from all that aew dynamite and rampage are what we will focus on tonight matt hardy versus orange cassidy fun little match i thought it was okay mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't bad now woof when orange landed on him and broke his face oh my god i saw i saw <laughs> him come up and i thought like oh man he must have hit his mouth or something and then like after he takes the ddt he comes up just drenched in blood and i'm like oh my god yeah and that, the if those still shots were like legit from the next day or whatever or after he wiped the blood off goodness Woof. he landed flat on his nose and orbital bone it looks like that was a rough landing okay um just to show even quote simple moves can be a lot Right, well, when you're jumping on somebody, you know, it's tough. I felt like the match was good. I felt like Orange did a good job of staying in character but showing you a little fire, which is the worry with this, a character yes, like him. Yes. Like, does he come out of character when he shows fire? That kind of thing. Um, I thought it had a neat little the pinning predicament there where he just sat down on him to get the pin. Yes. Was neat. Yeah, he stuffs his hands in his pockets to yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, nothing to it. Okay, um Malachi Black offers a little advice and says that if, you know, he gives Orange Kid Blake the option of Brock. Brock, I apologize. Oh, I wonder if he named him after Lesnar? Oh, we'll defer. No. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure Brock made his debut after that guy was born, so Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Brock. <laughs> Brock King. Okay. Anyway, moving. Brock, actually, I don't know how old Brock is, so he might have been born pre 
Arn Anderson wrestling? No, 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 I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. No, that's not right. But anyway, let's move on. What we had here was Malachi letting them know, look, kiddo, if you want to just no-show this match, it's fine. But that's the only way everybody around you avoids a whooping. Because if you, if, you, if you come to this, I'm going to beat you up, and then I'm going to beat everybody else in the night. <laughs> up. Yeah. You know, and uh, of course, there's no way that the kid's not going to show up for the fight. So we, we will get some form of a Malachi Black versus the Nightmare Family program, which we're already in the middle of anyway. He's already knocked over Arn twice and knocked over Cody, and he's about to knock this kid out. So that's half the Nightmare Family. Although, Dustin, speaking of a bloody mess... If he wrestles Malachi, oh my God, he's gonna get kicked in the head and come up just gushing. Dude, he may he may walk down the ramp bleeding, just pre Goldberg style. <laughs> I accidentally split my head open on a locker before I walked down oh. here. This is the AEW Goldberg podcast. No, it also is not. Uh, Brock was born five years before Arn debuted. Nice, nice. Jericho wants one more shot. At MJF, and I thought, goodness, and I thought, man, you know what? It sounds like he's going to give us, if I lose this match, I'm going to go with Fozzie on tour. And I was kind of excited, nothing against Chris. He's had a great career, great run. I enjoy Chris. More used to enjoy Chris than I do currently. I just, there's things on the show I like more than him. We'll say it that way to be be as nice as we can. And instead he says that he hurt me right at my soul. He said, if I lose this match, I won't wrestle in AEW again. I'll only be doing commentary on Rampage. I have never been so motivated to cheer for Jericho (laughs) than to prevent him from having to waste his wonderful in-ring talents by Uh, doing commentary on a show I'm trying to enjoy. He just yells so much. Oh, the the Rampage show he does on commentary after this, there's one point where it's just a a quick kick, and he screams like, look at this, it's so crazy. And it's like, dude, there's every five minutes something better than what just happened is happening. But you have to scream every moment. Just any moment of silence, he's yelling. His, His enemy is not really MJF. No. The true enemy to Chris Jericho is silence. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he will fight it till the end. To the death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could, uh, anyway. Okay, so, of course, MJF winds up accepting. Um, he had a 3-0 and versus Jared Blow shirt on, I think, underneath this, which was nice. Yeah, you can buy it on Pro Wrestling Tees. It's a hideous shirt. <laughs> but Get- it, it makes sense for him to make a shirt like that. You know of course. I mean? Of course, Garrison Pillman versus the Lucha Brothers to set up who gets a piece of Jurassic Express at Rampage. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought Penta looked a little bit off. There were a couple different moments where he was like out of place or off timing. Yeah. And then, you know, the Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman, I think they're good, but they're not quite good enough to like cover for that at certain moments. Right. And also, you wonder too, a lot of times when a vet is in the wrong spot. You wonder if the other guy was a little late getting there. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. He, because he did a move involving both of them where he like rolled through one and then did a DDT on the other and it was just he like kind of lost his balance and right. I, yeah that, that's one of those things where I wasn't sure if that was him or if the timing was just off between him but who knows and usually he's pretty smooth he's pretty good he's as good as it gets actually. yeah right both of them are yeah his brother's God. actually better than it gets yeah right Oof. but they think uh, JR said something about Garrison reminding him of Bob Orton uh, the dad mm. 
And I thought, man, that was a good spot to say uh, Barry Windham. He reminds me of Barry Windham yeah. when Barry was really young. I'd, I'd He's say more Barry athletic, but, but wrestling is more athletic now. Yes. So, so I think you can qualify it in that manner. But he does the blonde hair matches up, the thinness. You know, Barry winds up being a big boy, but at that point when he was young, he was thin. Yeah, you know? when he was teaming with Dustin, right? Actually, you know what? Another comparison is right there in the company. Dustin was called the natural for a reason. Everything was easy for that guy. You know what I mean? And uh, that's one thing I remember Roddy said about uh, Bob Orton Jr. Uh, Roddy told him one day, he said, man, you really need to make this look harder. Because it. when we do it, it looks hard. When you do it, it looks easy. So if you go out there and make everybody think this is easy, it really doesn't help the work, right? <laughs> Because you're just natural, and you know Randy's the same way. Just everything's natural. He's so good. Yeah, right. It's, everything's natural to him. Andrade with the group promo thing that was all right, right? Yeah. Brit Rebel with Jamie Hader versus Red Velvet. I thought this was pretty good. Uh, um, I thought that the main takeaway I took away from this match was that Jamie Hader literally sold her ass off for every piece of offense Red Velvet threw out. Didn't it look like both these girls were working very hard to make the other one look good? Yes. It and did. I think that was it made the match better for it. This was good, and I feel like next time they wrestle, it'll be better. That's what I'm saying. And I'm next saying, time, it'll be better. Because Red Velvet, uh, like, some of her offense is fine, but it's getting to be better to, like, good and great, right? Right. And some of it looked great on Jamie Hayter, and some of it, the timing was maybe a little bit off. But again, it's one of those things where wrestling each other for the first time, the match turned out pretty well. I think Jamie Hayter's look is killer, um, kind of growing on Red Velvet. I wish she had better direction for what she was doing i think with red velvet she's at that point in her career i'm like two steps she, away from loving her you know she I mean? wants to blow you away with her athleticism and everybody tells her you know who you are is this immensely athletic person so periodically i feel like she gets a little ahead of herself yes i think i think that's a good way to put it you know and, and it's like do you, <laughs> you ever see the what is it uh four rooms or whatever where you have it's quentin tarantino's in it i don't don't know who directs it but it's a bellhop and no clue he goes around to the different rooms and there's different scenarios. anyway there's a scene in there where quentin tarantino puts his arm around the bellhop guy and he's like look you're no what's it you're no bunny and i'm no jackrabbit let's open with jumping ahead of ourselves <laughs> right and that's what i feel like with her it's like, hey just take a deep breath it's, you know what i mean like you're so quick that you can take two strides make sure you're in the right space then sp- then speed up, boom, yes, hit your move, yes. and it works. And it'll do that. Like I'm sure Ray Mysterio went through it. I'm sure one of those Phoenix went through it. You, know? you can only get that experience in matches. So like the more Correct. matches she has, the better. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And also in you know every room you get in for a while is going to change it a little bit because there's different site versions and all kind of stuff like that, right? But I did think it was good. I thought the right person went over. I like the fact that when it was over, as Hater and them were going to increase the punishment, Statlander comes in for the save. And we set up a Statlander hater thing, and those are two big, strong, talented performers. This should be good that leading be into great. Brit. Yes. So I think this is well done. I like the concept of Brit having uh, an Arn Anderson, uh, 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 Kevin Nash, uh, somebody that's in the way. Yeah. If you, you got to, in order to get to the boss level, you got to beat the my minion. minions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's a good way to do it. Punk winds up. Um, coming out and stating that he's here for the young talent again then he says some things i liked it i did like it i like how he said if i was a kid darby allen would be my guy oh for sure right be- because you know he's punk rock he's 
he's fast. He he wrestles like his body's not his, you know, and he wrestles like he rented his body. Correct, correct. And it's 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 the kind of thing where you can say it and it feels true. And I, I think, you know, the punk, I, I know Booker said the thing about how I thought he blew his debut by talking bad about WWE. I don't. I think if anybody, I think anybody, it's punk. And a big part of who he was that made him punk was the fact that he was this voice of the voices from the inside of the machine. So yes. when he signs, blatantly obvious, he had to spend seven, seven minutes on it. At I least. think there was... and. He needed to address it at the very of least. Of course. Now, now he's not going out there every single promo and killing him for real small shit. If that makes sense. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Is he's going into a program with another face, so pumping that guy up is cool. But also, there's a little bit. I can't wait till he gets into something with some of these guys he's got a little history with, yes. and he can start to kind of delve into it and, and hit on some of these things because I think that'll be really fun. And I, we're all looking forward to seeing him in the ring, and especially with Darby. Shoot. Right. Shoot. Now, we had a Darby Mox Eddie Kingston. Yes. Wrestle the Wingmen in what to me was a very house showy match. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. When they throw a trio of matches like that together, it's very house show. Right. Which is fine. I like Eddie Mox and Darby as like a team. Darby with the coffin drop worked. I like the Wingmen. The Wingmen are funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, Nemeth is just a clown. He's, yeah, absolutely. And he gets it, though. He knows my, the reason I'm here is for people to clown on me. Yes. You know what he I mean? He completely understands. Right, so why not? He, so why he leans not? in. Yeah. It works for him. Uh, that the, the big guy is... I don't know if he'll have the personality to be more than he is, but he is a he is a formidable-sized human. Yes. Yeah, I, I like watching uh, him. Are you go. talking about the tall guy or like the beefy guy? I'm talking the tall, muscular guy. Cesar Bononi. Bononi, correct. Now, what's the name of the other dude with the white shirt? J.D. Drake. Okay, I like him too. Yeah. I kind of like him in general. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Miro, at some point, cuts a promo, which I really liked. I thought the camera angle being completely still and also, like, slightly above his height or, like, at the same height as him zoomed in. I don't know. The framing of it I thought was really great, and I thought he killed it. Mm -hmm. Like, bring me the Mad King. Before I play, burn this place to the ground. And I was like, right. that rules. That was so dope. Right. Right, exactly. He, he really just kills it. He's like, I'm going to take you to the river, and I'm going to push your head under. And I was like, damn, this visual imagery. He hits it. He, ki- he, he is killing it. And then it. he follows it up with something, with always something about his wife that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess. But, but it's 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 perfect he, for He's him. so intense talking about it. He's looking directly at the camera, and then he kind of stares off into the distance talking about his wife. Like, again, the whole thing was just really well done. Always. It really it blew me away. It was probably my favorite segment of the night. Yeah, FTR on Wheeler. He showed the, the brutal injury there Wheeler did, and uh, he and Dax... They act as if they might be leaving, but then they also want one more match with Santana and Ortiz, and he's like, I can't even really feel my hand right and all that. I don't know if the motion will return, but whatever. I'll fight you next week. Yeah. So we're going to get Santana Ortiz again. Uh, Omega calls Omega and Callus and his stooges is what I have to talk about. Uh, Christian comes out by himself, calls Callus a carny piece of crap. And I thought this whole thing was good. When he tells him, uh, you think you know me, punk? When Omega tells him that. (laughs) Christian's really good at the smug 
one-liners, t- retorts, along with if you let him tell a straight promo that he gets to kind of practice. He's great. He's a really good talker. He's he's not like overly. He doesn't overact. He doesn't over yell. He talks like he wrestles. Yes. Every what's needed. And and not a whole lot else. No, no. He I'm just gonna, does it well. I'm going to give you what's needed, and I want to make this thing roll forward, dude. When <laughs> when. <laughs> They show the footage of, of Christian wrestling and then him saying that he likes the 10-year-old Omega better than Christian. And then they cut to the current time, and he's like, uh, so if you're telling me I chose something to the effect of, if you're telling me I chose family over somebody like you, you know, I'm like the the Gagne's and the Watts and the Vince McMahon's. And, the, and it was so good. I love the, good. The, the, the Gagne. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Yeah, Vern Gagne. Yeah. I had always been I I Gagna Gagna. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, right, read right. like Vernon Gagna. Yeah, right. I was right. like, right. But dude, dude, first of all, the Gagnes could wrestle, like amateur style, rolling around, everything that you kind of like about watching a um, like a Dean Malenko type guy. Gagnes could do all that. You know, what I mean, they're really really good wrestlers, and they were the Minnesota territory, and uh, I want to say the Ho- yeah the Hogan, all that good stuff. Anyway, um. Christian's retort that I fell asleep. Uh, I didn't retain any of that. <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Okay, the Gun Club versus QT. Well, how do we say Marshall now? Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> He's Canadian or something. Yes. Well, you know, that happened with Tony Dorsett, right? You know, do, you, do you know who Tony Dorsett no is? Idea. He was a football player. Heisman Trophy winning. Heisman Trophy winning running back from many years ago. And he was doing an interview, and she said, is it Dorset or Dorset? Dorset. And he said, well, I, it used to be Dorset, but I've, I've discovered that it's a French name, so it's Dorset. That same, same thing. exact same thing. Same thing. QT Marshall. And um, <laughs> this was pretty good. It winds up being the, the, the key point here is when the big show distracts and the gun club gets the win, and we're going to get QT versus show in a match. And I thought this was fairly painless and well done. It was all right. Uh, American top team, Scorpio Page. I felt like he did a good job of emphasizing the American top team guy. I felt like he did a good job of emphasizing AEW's strengths by trying to act like they were weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> which is what you want, right? Absolutely. That, that's his role right now. And, and it works. And I like, look, anything to get me uh, Page wrestling and and even Scorpio wrestling, I'm for, because I they don't. I thought Ethan Page was really going to get to contribute here, and they did the thing with Darby, and it was pretty good. But you know what I mean, like that. I guy. get what you mean. Right. Okay. Um. Then we get the Malachi comes out. Uh, Brock comes out. We get a match here. Uh, Brock attacks immediately to uh, try to offset the fact that he's such an underdog. It doesn't last long. Malachi winds up putting him to sleep with spin kick. And then you have uh, the the lead up in here, though, prior to that was Malachi wanted Arn to throw the towel in and acted as if you won't catch this vengeance if you, if you do that. And when Arn allowed his son to continue, he puts him away. And then Arn comes out. Being the veteran is able to block a kick. Which leads to the um, the football kick on on both the uh, 
testiculars of Arn, which in turn leads to a spin kick, puts him to sleep. And as we think this may continue more after a brief sit where Malachi sitting on the ropes is always cool, Lee Johnson runs out, so he will be the next person to deal with Malachi. And then we cut to credits. Pretty good episode? Pretty good episode. Rampage begins with Jungle Life for Jungle Express. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Awesome. Yes. Awesome way to start it. Lucha Bros come out. We got Taz on commentary. No one screams like you, Chris. <laughs> Taz shoots on him right there. Out the, Taz out is the not beginning. afraid. No, no, no. And Chris screaming. Taz is so. I think Taz is just a, a ten out of ten commentator. He's I think he's one great. of the best. Absolutely, just, one of the best commentators. He's just like a stall, stall for the replay, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just says that on air, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Right. Great matchup here. Um, Giannis is here. Giannis. Dude, you know Akadip- what? I think- Akadipo. I'm not good with his name either. Excalibur is the only person I know that actually says his last name correctly. I, I literally don't know it, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's he's dude. He's huge. A, he's huge. B, he's so hype. Right. That the was cra- the beauty of it. Is he was into it. He dude. He was so into it. Mm-hmm. He was like on his feet clapping like the whole time. Right. And and how, what a great commercial for the product. Absolutely. To have this sports figure that just won a championship, whether or not he'd won a championship, to have a sports figure, uh, Greek. All in love with what he's watching. Yes. And with his arm around his brother, you know, having a good time. Just a really cool scenario. It added a lot to the match. Not to mention the match was fire. Match was crazy. Which helps too. It was right? one of the, it was a it was a big flashy super kick kick out match. And when you see a and when you see a kick out and Phoenix puts his hand over his head and you see uh Giannis hold up a two and then Phoenix sees that and holds up a two back at him. Like, are you sure it was two? And they go back and forth. It's so like, good. How cool is that? Yeah, it's so how good. How cool is that for both parties? It's, it's oh, dope. Wow, yeah. And, the, and like you said, the matchup was great. We have the uh, the crazy oh, destroyer on the apron. We have the even crazier Conrada where Phoenix lands and his head is about a quarter of an inch away from a steel pole. And then the the uh, Jungle Boy flips over into three people standing there, and they, you know that's three or four feet from Giannis. Yeah. So he got a really good view of that. And then you had uh, a really great outside of the ring to inside of the ring destroyer on Luchasaurus, where he kicks out on one, which people can complain about Aww. kickouts. But this one, there was a purpose. Yeah, to there, set there was, up the, the, big, the kick big out thing. on one was specifically set up. This guy's too tough, so we got to put him down. Put him down. And we're going to put down the beast. Pun completely intended because he's a he's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. Yeah. Kicked him in the head, stereo. Um, put the. Basically, they hit him with four finishers, and then they get to cover him for the one, two, three. So it works, right? And it makes sense in the match. Well constructed, a lot of moving parts. Nobody out of place. The. Uh, Young Bucks, of course, are outside the ring watching in chairs. And so the winner of this tournament to see who faces the Bucks winds up being the Lucha Brothers. We'll have, we had a run-in, bang, 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 and Jungle Express helped fight him off. So then we wind up with a four-on-four tag on Wednesday night between, of course, the Good Brothers, Bucks, everybody concerned. I thought it was well done. Easy. Yes. Ty Conti yes. versus uh, The Bunny. This match ended up being relatively entertaining. 
Yeah. I think Ty Conti is steadily improving still. Bunny's always good. Absolutely. Just a reasonably entertaining match. I can't complain. Wind up with shenanigans. She gets always. to she gets to get the hit. The brass uh, nuts. The the crux of it is at the at the battle royal at the pay per view. Bunny has help now because she tried to get Taya to to join up with her. Taya refused. Turns into a match. Penelope comes down. Now we have this alliance between Penelope and Bunny. Works. Yes, easy. Yep, yep. Omega and Cage. What do you think about that? Uh, that little back and forth was pretty good. The match between. Uh, Christian Cage and Frank. No Talent Stooge. No Talent Stooge. Which we're fans of the No Talent Stooge. I, I, we're the Cutler cult. Yes, correct. So we love Cutler. Cutler, this match was very entertaining, but it was Cutler and Omega versus Kazarian and Cage. It was a pretty good match. I liked it. It was funny. There were moments it that It was were, a house show match. Yeah, it was a house show match. And it had worked. Yes. And the it point... It was just a little goofy, but it had some good moments, had some teases, stuff like that. And you also, in in a scenario where, you know, you're like the champion kind of wants to be able to get out of here, mm-hmm. it is good to have the guy, the stooge you can leave out there. Yes, because they just sacrificed him. They just sacrificed him, which is what they wind up doing. They sacrificed him to a kill switch. Omega backs out of there laughing. Not, not you, you could say he was laughing between his ears, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Because that was the whole purpose of it was if we can win, I beat you with a stooge. If we lose, I didn't have to stick around for a fight. And that, that worked. And then they set up some other things also. I thought this was a nice, easy show. Oh, yeah. Hour on Friday nights. Nothing to it. Nothing to it. And good commercials. Yeah. Well, yeah. the matches are good commercials for the product. Yes, I think so, yes. You know what I mean? All right, so for my man Jared, this is me, KP. This has been a Go Home Heat production. Uh, copyright 2021. Check out our friends at the Gin Project. The? G-I-N-N Project.com. Go home.